Hi, I'm Kit, and I'm dying. It might sound scary, but it isn't, because I'm not going to die today or tomorrow or next month. It'll be, you know, hopefully the odd years before I kick the bucket. But it's just a simple fact of life that we're all dying. We're all going to die. There's going to be a day when there is none of this species left on this planet. and. Two galaxies will collide and rearrange history forever. And I think that's just something that we should all get comfortable with. So today I want to tell you a story about death. As part of my laundry list of things I've been diagnosed with, one of those things is OCD. And a big part of OCD is being completely unable to stop thinking about things. I have pure OCD, so purely obsessive, which means I really cannot stop thinking about something once I've started. And as part of this, I often get intrusive thoughts. Cut to me, age 14, ninth grade. I am undiagnosed everything. I am a closeted non-binary trans man, and I'm just generally not having a good time. And I start to get all these intrusive thoughts, which would be fine. However, there was the day my mother planted foxglove. Now, you might know foxglove as either a pretty flower, or you might know that it's what they gave to Vincent van Gogh when he was mentally ill, and it's potentially rumored that it turned his sight yellow, and that is why he saw things certain ways. However, I know foxglove because I learned that foxglove contains a poison called digitalis that stops your heart, and I learned this from an X-Files episode and Wikipedia. Every single part of foxglove is poisonous. And it tastes sweet. It's this beautiful, towering plant. And it can kill you so fast. During my grade 9 year, I began to get these obsessive, fearful, suicidal thoughts. They weren't something I ever acted on. But they were still scary. And every day, I would go home. And especially when there was no one at home to be there with me, I would think about the foxglove. And I wouldn't stop. I was so afraid that one day I would get so upset that I would impulsively poison myself. And so one day, I came home from school and I found a giant stick in the road. And I walked up to that damn plant, and I beat the living shit out of it. Now before this, I had slowly been killing the plant with salt water, because I did not want it around. I didn't want 
any chance of me hurting myself with it. But one day I just completely could not keep looking at it anymore. It was almost right outside my living room window, and it felt like it was taunting me for how I thought and how I felt. So I killed it. I didn't tell my mom that I did it until many years later. And I guess that just really shows how afraid of death I am. I'm still scared of death. I'm still scared. I have the same intrusive thoughts. But I want to change. I don't like taking pills and remembering that they can be poison. I don't like solving a headache and remembering that the medicine could kill me. And what I hate most, I hate knowing that there is a day where all of us will be gone and I won't know until then what happens. The thing about having a fear of death is that eventually it means you fear living. You fear ordinary aspects of life, like taking the train or taking a car ride. But I think what I have to learn and what we all have to learn is that we're all dying. We're all dying right now, every second is the second we're never going to live again. But part of that is that that's okay. Because for every second you live that you can never repeat, you will live another. You will have another day, another week, another month, another year. And finally, when you are old and gray, you will have all of these memories. And one day, your mind and all of your thoughts and all of those memories will go away, but that's okay because in some capacity, you'll still be remembered. You don't know how many small interactions you have with people every day, how many people see you in the elevator in a hallway on the bus, on the subway, you don't realize that someone will remember you when you're gone. It's not possible to have no one have known you. And part of that knowing is taking comfort almost in death. There's this woman on YouTube who embalms people and she shows all of these things that happen with bodies and that bodies bodies are not dirty when they're dead they are not dangerous they're just people the only difference is they can't talk and walk anymore and i think that's part of getting comfortable with death is getting comfortable with the dying and dead people themselves.
it's understanding how everything works so that you don't have to wonder. Because the scariest part of death is the unknown, right? It's the not knowing. But not every aspect of death is a secret. And we don't have to treat death itself like it is one, like it's humanity's dirty secret that one day we'll all be gone. What I'm trying to say here is it's okay to live, even if it's horrible, even if it's suffering. You know, in Buddhism, part of the main principles is that living is suffering, but there's a way to make your life better. There are ways you can improve. And it's not all up to you, it is up to your support network, it is up to the people you love, the people who love you. What I'm saying is that death is the one thing humans can count on. So why are we so afraid of it? You might feel like you have nothing to live for, but... That doesn't mean you have everything to die for. Punk Kid Don't Cry is produced, written, and edited by Kid. Intro and outro music is by Kid. Thank you for listening, and as always, hope to get to know you better.